0: This love.
1: everybody, welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com. Movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley and I'm super excited for this week's show because it's the 1983 show in the run-up to F This Movie Fest. This Saturday, March 4th, we are counting down our favorite movies of 1983 as we celebrate 1983 all week at FThisMovie.com, which means I'm joined for this very special episode by my beautiful wife, Erica Bromley. Hi, babe.
0: Thank you for welcoming me back.
1: Thank you for coming back. Uh, there were a lot of people. You and I recently recorded a Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash FThisMovie. movie. And there were a lot of people saying, "Yay! So happy to have Erica back." And I commented, "Like she's going to be back on the show in literally <laughs> less than a week." So. Are they
0: going to get sick of me?
1: No, are people you sure? like it when you're. Are on. you
0: sure? I don't yes. know. No, there are some people out there right now who are not happy that I'm on. But that's okay. There's people because... who are not
1: happy that I'm on, oh, okay. which is really a disappointment every week when they tune. In.
0: <laughs> um yeah (laughs) how's your
1: 1983 week going so far
0: it's going great except for i feel like i'm a little behind well it's only tuesday
1: yeah we're recording this for
0: the record the
1: day before it comes out the Uh, night
0: the night before for the record i thought today was wednesday all day long cool Mm-hmm.
1: Then our podcast is done. Showed up the places
0: I wasn't supposed to be. No, I didn't. OMG. But I, I did think it was Wednesday. Yeah, wishing Wait. people
1: happy hump day.
0: <laughs> Every day's hump day, baby. <laughs>
1: um, These are visuals. So Saturday, March 4th, beginning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, we are going to watch War Games. Then we're going to watch Superman 3. Then we're going to watch Mr. Mom. Then we're going to watch Krull. Then we're going to watch Valley Girl. And finally, we're going to watch Return of the Jedi for F this movie fest. I
0: am so excited.
1: Me too.
0: What movie do you think is going to play the best?
1: Superman 3. Okay. I don't really think it's going to play the best, but it's the one I'm most excited to tweet through.
0: Okay. That's a different question.
1: You're right. Yeah. What do I think is going to play the best? I don't know, because there's always right. one that's like the sneaky favorite. Yes. There's the obvious. for like Return of the Jedi obviously is going to play well. It's the big headliner. It's the one that everybody's seen and loves. Uh, what's going to play the best, though? Hmm.
0: Am I the only one super Not excited girl. for Mr. Mom? No,
1: Mr. Mom's going to play great. I'm
0: so excited for yeah. Mr. Mom. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Little yeah. Keaton Love. We're going to give away a Oh,
0: Oh, to my the- gosh
1: person with the best tweets. I don't know. That's not a true thing. That's not a true statement that I just made.
0: I want to give stuff away to people with not just, not the best tweets, but like consistent tweets. I like consistency. Yeah. Like you stick around, you're in it to win it.
1: Yeah. We have a lot of people who stick around for the whole thing. So many. I know.
0: And again, People are
1: planning their menus. I know. Brian Biddle has a whole menu. Oh plan. my gosh.
0: Check out Brian Biddle's stuff. Louis and on Barbara Twitter. have
1: a whole menu. Yes. Plan. Oh my.
0: That's like professional. They are all of those people we just named are like professional chefs. It's amazing. Yeah. I wish I could eat any and all of what they're making. <laughs> um, Instead,
1: we'll be eating packaged candy and pizza.
0: Hey, the pizza's good. Some popcorn. The candy's good. Yeah, we usually have some veggies.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, yeah. a dip or two.
1: When I, when dip, I dip, go ahead no really you dip and then what we dip. oh there it is (laughs) (laughs) um
0: okay so you're excited to tweet through everything and you think everything will play great that's what you said i believe so that was exactly (laughs) patrick's words (laughs) everything's going great um 1983 okay let me think i'm prepared with my my fashions yes got the Um, shirts at the ready oh i know i'm hoping people will share you kind of mentioned this last week that people will share like photos if they're having viewing parties with people with friends or just even themselves like anyone like just
1: i might have only said that on the patreon but yes we are going to be collecting like viewing party photos this year and retweeting them and possibly putting them together in like a post for the website so if you are
0: if you're willing to have your photo
1: whether you are alone or with Another person or a group of people, make sure that you're taking pictures, Cats, dogs, selfies, living together, tweeting them out, hashtag fest, and uh, we will repost those and also hopefully put them together into like an album.
0: Yeah. If you don't want your face in it, you could just post your uh, food, your food, <laughs> food <laughs> with, with like the people. city or the state or the country or wherever you are.
1: Yeah, definitely. Let us know where you're tweeting yeah. from.
0: I really want to emphasize again, I think I say this every year. That if you can only make it for one movie, that's better than nothing. We hope you could be there the whole day. Yeah, we hope yeah, you yeah. Be, hope you can be a part of it for most of the day. Um, but every once in a while someone will say, "Oh, I can't because we have this thing at this time and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's totally that's at 7 p.m. Okay, the rest of the day, you could do it, you know, and I get it like and I'm not talking about people like some people they're just not into it, they don't care. they don't want to watch movies all day, right. Who are those people? I'm no not sure. <laughs> but I'm talking about people who maybe. Would usually do it or have expressed sure, genuine yeah. interest. So I just want to remind people because over the years, I do believe there have been people who felt like, oh, if you can't be a part of the whole thing, you can't do it at all. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Just do it for whatever. I'm you not can. one
1: for this all or nothing thinking.
0: I whatever you can. A little goes a long way. Thank you. A little goes a long there it way. There
1: is. OK. Let's get into our favorite movies. Of 1983. Okay,
0: 1983. We were babies. Hey, wait, real quick. Do you yeah. know that in 1983, Cabbage Patch Ki- Cabbage Patch Kids came out? I
1: did not. What was yours named?
0: I think my first one was Kristen, mm. Kristen Marie, or something like okay. that.
1: Not you're sure it wasn't Kirsten? No,
0: it wasn't. It was. And everyone Kristen. called her Kristen.
1: She nope. I was always correcting them and I saying know. it's Kirsten.
0: It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. You have one? What was yours named? Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. that's cute. It was cute. Did you love him? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's so cute. So sweet. Um, my mom had a hookup and had to like. She had a friend who knew a guy oh, who worked at Toys R Us, and they hid them in the ceiling.
1: Wow. Yeah. I don't have any. I don't have a story that cool. My mom just knifed somebody. Well, that's at child world. <laughs> child world. You remember child world? No,
0: v- vaguely. Yeah. It was
1: like the competitor to. um. Toys R Us. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, well, one, one out.
1: There was and then one at one Schomburg place, I think, when it opened. Really? Yeah, I believe so. That's wild. Didn't last long.
0: Speaking of Schaumburg... Um, Which we are. Motorola came out with the... I'm reading some like random 1983 facts. Oh, okay. Um, Motorola came out with like the first
1: computer, cell phone. No, yeah, like
0: basically the first mobile phones are introduced oh, wow. to the public by the Motorola company. Nice. Yes, I know.
1: 83.
0: And do you know that you could buy a gallon of milk for $1.35 in 1983? What? I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> You're so out of time. <laughs> Who are you, I Joe am. Biden? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So 1983, I. we were so young. So in 1983, I don't know what I actually saw in that year that...
1: Oh, I could tell you I saw Return of the Jedi.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, that's it. But like, that's it. I can't think of... Oh, Mr. Mom. But I wouldn't have seen it in theaters, so oh, I would have I seen it. I was
1: just talking about in theaters. Yeah, yeah In theaters, no. I saw Return of the Jedi, and that's it.
0: Okay. Um, I don't think I saw much of what we're going to talk about today. No, in... probably not. Yeah, in theaters. Too young. But then we had everything. My My parents liked movies, so as soon as they... You know when VHS were released back then, it was such a special big deal, and so there were certain titles that we, you know, had to own. And I appreciate that, especially now looking back and thinking about it. Um, but yeah, in the theater, I don't think I saw any of these, but I sure did see some of them on <laughs> TV every single time they aired, and then on our bootleg VHS. Hey now.
1: <laughs> A criminal. All right. So you, I know, have already warned me that you have 15 movies. Uh,
0: That should have been on the podcast. I should have saved that. That's okay. After we started recording.
1: Are you going to do 15 through one or do you want to do your first five now? Should I just do first
0: five? Okay. So this is... No one will be shocked that it's impossible for me to do this all the time, right? And then I get two in my head, like it's this definitive list. It is not a definitive definitive list. Like I no. can't study every film from 1983. We were not right able now, to and... even
1: watch the ones we oh, wanted to go back and the watch. right stuff. Right, that was one. That was a big one. There were several others that we wanted to go back and revisit that we were not able to, and then there were other movies yeah. like that. Won Oscars or that made other critics' top ten lists that I just was like, we're not going to watch that. Like, yeah.
0: Well, we just it's a time, time, time. Of course, exactly. Um, but so this I think is not that,
1: comprehensive,
0: right? And I think that what we talk about today hopefully will give people, you know, if they haven't seen all these already, it's a great like ideal list for the rest of the week if they need stuff for 1983 week. I like it. Okay, so my number fifteen through eleven. So <laughs> I just like, yeah. Okay. Oh God, it's so hard. Okay. 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 So in. My 11 through 15, Yeah, I have War Games, Sleepaway Camp, All the Right Moves, Flashdance, and Valley Girl. Let me tell you why. All right. You ready? Let's, let's have it. Valley Girl. I did not grow up with Valley Girl. Me it's either. N- you didn't? No. Oh, why did I think you did?
1: I'm not sure. Okay.
0: So I didn't grow up with Valley Girl. I've only seen it once. I liked it. I'm excited to watch it on Saturday. That'll be a fun um, way to watch it. Yeah. I think so, too. Especially, like, I've seen it before, so it's not like, oh, it's brand new. I have to, you know- I can't look down at Twitter, but um, so <laughs> you it, can. <laughs> yeah, no, just no, just not
1: the- during the Elizabeth <laughs> Daily scenes. Oh no,
0: um, but I'm excited, and I just had on the list because of my memory of liking it and thinking it's going to be super fun, and I wanted to include it. Um, but yeah, it's at the 15 spot holder right now. The- I
1: have a I have a Valley Girl hot take. Should yeah. I save it for the after <gasps> the fest show?
0: Well, Valley Girl's probably higher on your list, right? Or no, it's not on my Is, list. It's not on your list. Okay. No, um, should I
1: save it for the after the fest show? Or should I say it now? I don't know. Say it now. Say it now. Yeah. I think I've said it before because I think Adam and I have talked about it. And I feel bad saying this because I know there's people who love Valley Girl and I know there's people who love this actress. I'm thinking specifically of Brian Sauer. Like, Valley Girl is a very important movie for him and his wife.
0: Yes. Yeah. And he loves Deborah Foreman. Yeah.
1: I think Deborah Foreman and like E.G. Daly should have switched parts.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I think it's a better movie with somebody else in the lead. Okay, that's all. Okay, that's, I don't know. E.G. Daily may be too small to play the an titular acceptable Valley Girl. Take we will okay. accept your take. Okay. Yes.
0: And now I'm going to watch it, thinking about that the whole time, though.
1: Yeah. See. Yeah. Mm. Anyway.
0: Okay. Um. So Valley Girls there for the fun of it. Um. And I do. Uh, yeah. I love. I love. Uh. You know, Mr. Cage.
1: Mr. Coppola to you.
0: Ooh.
1: No, I think he's Nicholas Cage in Valley Girl, but really? he was Nicholas Coppola, like the year before in Fast Times.
0: He's standing five feet away from you, why don't we yes, ask him? He is. Hi. <laughs> what up? Okay, so eleven through fourteen, it's kind of like a it's called Erica's Childhood Sentimental Block. Okay. <laughs> right, so right. war games. Loved as a kid, haven't seen in forever. Oftentimes think Wait, maybe it was Cloak and Dagger that I loved so much and not that War Games. That came up on the Patreon. Yes, that did. <laughs> but I know that not everyone heard it. But um, <laughs> So War Games. Then Sleepaway Camp, one of probably the only horror films I ever introduced you to, right?
1: Yeah, that and Silent Night, Deadly Night are Thank like you. the two big ones. That's Thank not, you. They may yeah. not be the only two.
0: Right, no. But, but they're two
1: of the big ones. Right. And Sleepaway Camp I've seen many times now. Right. After you introduced it to me, but I had never seen it when you first showed I it to me. I'm so glad yeah. that we can
0: have that memory together me and that too. I have introduced you to those films. So Sleepaway Camp was like a big sleepover movie for me. Um one of the first maybe horror films I ever saw. Okay. Uh yeah, so a lot of nostalgia there. All the right moves. <laughs> Special little film that I rented and paused. And I knew.
1: Is this why every copy in the exact- Northwest suburbs, at a certain point, the tracking would yeah. go off? Did
0: you go to the local video store? I kept trying to like, rent all gosh. the right and
1: I'm like, there's this scene that is broken. They're all defective. The- yeah. what What's is-
0: going on? It always seems like in the same spot. It cracks me up that I was. I don't even. I How old was I when I figured this out. I don't even know. But it's well, just... you didn't see it in nineteen eighty. No. Oh no, I didn't see it till way later. But
1: even if you saw it in 88? 88...
0: Yeah, I'm thinking like 6th grade, maybe 7th. Well, no. Yeah, maybe junior high, maybe.
1: Okay, so you're 12 maybe? I don't know. And yeah. you're just dick crazy?
0: I'm but that's a thing. I just it was like the the fun of it, you know, just knowing that like And how did I know? By by the way, how did I know? Who told know. me? Like Tom Cruise. There was no penis. internet. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, did I read it? I bet I read it in like 17 Magazine or something. It wasn't really a Tiger Beat girl, but... Dick quarterly. So yeah, Tom Cruise's penis. You just got to pause at the right spot so you can like focus on it better, you know? All the right spots. (laughs) All the right pauses. So that's on there for nostalgia as well. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, We should watch it tonight. I mean, we
1: could. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Okay, then then also... we
1: wouldn't know who's who's is everybody's perfect match Uh,
0: what oh oh. (laughs) are you outing us right now as watching like one of the worst best shows ever it's i'm not it's so bad but then i was thinking about it today i'm like uh uh-oh this has taken brain space i'm thinking about perfect match what 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 do we think we can watch all the right moves okay what do we think Francesca's upset about right now? Anything? How's Damien doing?
1: Tom Cruise's dick.
0: Who's that guy that I like and and Francesca dumped him?
1: Tom Cruise's dick.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, penis. Oh my god. Erica made me change it to penis in my twenty four hours of yeah, movies. It just sounded write-up. so
0: much better. Yeah, Why do you have to I'm, say don't dick disagree. so much? I don't
1: say it that much.
0: I like I'm the movie it, dick. a lot now. We talked about dick on our last podcast.
1: Dick frightens me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, we introduced uh, our daughter, your 10 year old daughter Rosie, to Bring It On. Did yeah. we talk about this already? No. Okay. And uh, she liked it. And now she calls Kirsten Dunst Torrance. That's right. Like, that's it. That's her name, Torrance.
1: Yep. Yep. I was showing her melancholia this morning and she said, Torrance.
0: Oh, yeah. Such a happy film. Yeah. Great way to start the day. Okay. So I wasn't
1: really showing her melancholia, I know. everybody.
0: So much of what we're saying is jokes. Actually, not that much. <laughs> no, the stuff I mean, about da- Tom Cruise's
1: penis is not a joke.
0: Um, and watching Perfect Match? That is that's a joke. A joke. That's yeah, a joke. we did not spend any time doing that. Um, the last film in my nostalgia block here is Flashdance, a movie that Patrick does not get or love, and I understand why.
1: Then why is it in your Top fifteen
0: because movies of nineteen eighty three. There's so much like emotional growing up in a dance studio, especially like there's so much attached. I had this like award winning routine. I did not choreograph it; someone else did, and we won at some competition or something. I don't know. And I, oh my, there's just a lot attached to that. So even though the film is so, it's like ridiculous though in a fun way. Sometimes you know, sure. It just cracks me up so yeah a lot of a lot of that sort of attachment and the music and well just the few songs we talked about that the soundtrack the music is, is good the soundtrack doesn't go as deep as we maybe thought it would have though right. But, um,
1: Yeah, the music is good. And
0: Jennifer Beals is so pretty. Sure. And just, her dance double is so good. <laughs> it's wearing such a bad it's wig. it's so weird. Yeah, it's... no. I just watched
1: Jennifer Beals in The Bride, which was her follow-up movie to Flashdance, I believe. Oh. And I think it tanked her career. Really? Yeah.
0: That's a bummer. Yeah. Here's the thing about Flashdance. Who directed it again?
1: Adrian Lyne. Right. So... He of the erotic thriller.
0: And produced by...
1: Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And so the and whole cocaine. thing the whole thing is fascinating to me as this nineteen eighties storytelling sort of experiment. Like I'm trying to figure out like what is in his mind making the directing this film. What does he think dancers are like? What does he think are they supposed to be strippers or just dancers? Is there I a difference? I have never is there, fully understood. Okay. The guys like go there on their lunch breaks or like or any time, any time I, I, so, yeah. I get. Right. right. But it just seems like, I don't know, in my head, I guess as a kid, it was like, well, oh, she has a day job. So she has she's a day job. Dancing
1: only at night.
0: Right. OK. OK. And then just I don't know. The men are like just there to watch them do kind of funky some of the dances, I mean, when she pulls the water on her, okay, great, that's you know supposed to be sexy because now she's wet, right? But some of the dances are like these avant-garde, weird '80s things <laughs> with like strobe lights and hats, it's like and, performance and, art. Yes, yeah. and it's, uh, the whole thing—it it fascinates me. And then the sort of whole thing with the um, the guy, what's his name again?
1: The male lead, yes, Michael, yes, Michael yes. Nouri.
0: Thank you. I never have committed that to memory. Nor should you. Okay. Nor did America. <laughs> Um. just the attraction is so, like, just for the movie. It, the whole thing just fascinates me. I think it's very interesting. Because he could be her dad? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. No, he's it's, probably, like, in his 30s. Yeah, right. I don't think he's supposed to look as old as we think he is. Because, right. again, we just keep, I don't know, thinking everyone's the same age. Except for us. But, yeah, so that's my nostalgia block. All right. Nostalgia what a block. Feeling. All
1: right. What so what is your number... Ten. Ten. We're, we're in the okay. official countdown Ten.
0: Now. Here we go. Here it is. All right. Ten is The Outsiders, and it probably should have been in the nostalgia block because <laughs> I haven't seen it for a really long time, but it's included because, oh, that cast.
1: It does have an incredible cast. It's. Uh, we did not rewatch it for no, this podcast. No, so no, no, We did not. It's not on my list. Adam just wrote a piece about it that just went up today because he watched this and Rumble Fish because Francis Ford Coppola had two S.E. Hinton- adaptations in 1983 Um, and it's funny because growing up as I was reading his piece I was like yeah I was very aware of the outsiders and I was very aware of like let's do it for Johnny and it was all about the cast like I was like I know all these people it never occurred to me that like it's a Francis Ford Coppola movie as a kid right so now I feel like – and I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid. So now I feel like if I were to go back and watch it, it would be in a very different context because yeah. I would be watching it as a Francis Ford Coppola movie and not so much as like, oh, that movie with Patrick Swayze and Emilio Estevez.
0: Right. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember many, many years ago, like way over a decade for sure, I was a part of – a book club at school for the kids. Nerd. And <laughs> and after reading the book, we watched the movie. And I was, again, this is like over a decade ago, but they really liked it. They loved like seeing the film version, you know. Oh, okay. And, and most, most of the time kids do, but not always. Sometimes they, you know, just aren't interested or they complain about changes that were made. And I don't know. My memory is just that they were really into it. And I guess just the cast. So, yeah, I really want to watch it again because – It'd be interesting to watch it, how you said, but also just to look at those young actors and think about their careers and who's still working and things like that. So
1: most of them, I feel like, are still working. I mean, Patrick Swayze obviously passed away. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, yeah. I mean, even Ralph Macchio is doing Cobra Kai. Right. Uh, see, Thomas Howell, I think, still acts and stuff, but a lot yeah. of it's like not big stuff. Okay. Although he is. In uh, the Mark Webb Amazing Spider-Man because he's like, that's the Spider-Man that saved my kid.
0: <laughs> I love it that you know that. Oh, my God. You remember that. Because um, it's
1: the stupidest line ever written as opposed to a different Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> you never know. I guess. Costumes. The city is copiers. lousy with Spider-Mans. Right. Uh,
1: well, that would happen then into the Spider-Verse, right? Lots of different spider Men. Yes, yes,
0: Uh I love an Outsiders type story too, I think. I'm like a sucker for that. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Sorry. Right. Outsiders. Number 10. What's your number 10?
1: My number 10 is another movie that we did not rewatch <gasps> that I probably haven't seen in 20 years, Ooh. but we're rewatching it for F this movie fest. So I didn't want to <gasps> watch it. And then a week later sit through it again, but it's okay. war games.
0: Oh yay! Okay.
1: Uh, because I just remember really loving it. Remember it being like part of an eighties fad that includes stuff like my science project and real genius uh, where it's like, smart kids are cool. <laughs>
0: right, right.
1: And they're the heroes of these movies. <laughs> right,
0: yeah. Um, kids are doing tech. <laughs> right.
1: I love Ali Sheedy in the movie. Uh, and Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick is great. He looks cute. I remember every time I get to the... I, I truly haven't seen it in 20 years, but I know when we get to the end credits, the piece of music that runs over the end credits makes it like one of the best movies ever made and i'm like chasing that
0: feeling okay i
1: don't know so yeah. we'll see how it plays on saturday but
0: yeah i'm excited
1: i put it at number 10 for now it might even be higher had we rewatched it but right. we did not
0: right yeah okay um well and it's my fault yeah no i but it's because I said I don't want to. Because... It's life's
1: fault. Well, sure. Oh, right,
0: you did when we were trying. We tried to rewatch some things, right, as as much as we could. Yeah. And, um, Patrick was like, "Well, no, we're going to watch that for the fest." I'm like, "Yeah, but our list. It's our <laughs> and first yet, fight."
1: Nobody seems too concerned that I put it at ten.
0: Yes. Nobody has anyone heard this yet? They're listening now. <gasps> yeah, we're live. The comments. <laughs> the comments are coming in. Um, uh,
1: here's a comment. It just says "Free Bird." <laughs>
0: Number nine baby Mine is vacation Okay very nice We did not rewatch it No we did not This is going back On an old memory again
1: Well we saw it a couple years ago Because I hosted a screening of it
0: You did? Yeah Not Christmas vacation No I know Just plain old I hosted National Lampoon's vacation Are you sure I was there?
1: No (laughs) It's possible you couldn't Come to that one
0: Yeah maybe I couldn't Okay Or maybe I did
1: I'll tell you when it was No it's okay Okay We
0: don't need to do that The point is I would love to rewatch it to see if it's as funny as I remember it being. But I wanted it on this list because my memory was that it's just so funny and it's so enjoyable and the um, actors are just so perfect at playing each of their parts and, yeah.
1: It's like one of my favorite comedies probably ever. It's certainly one of my favorite 80s comedies and it's definitely my favorite of, like, that group of 80s comedies that people, uh, I don't think they do it anymore, but when you're our age... yeah. There's a generation above us when they find out you like movies.
0: They ask you to quote Caddyshack?
1: Yeah. <laughs> They'll like challenge you on like Caddyshack, Blues Brothers, Fletch, Back to School. There's like this yes, group of yeah. comedies.
0: I have been challenged before. Of this course. Is, yes.
1: Of course. And it's always by men a little older than us.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> and... um Vacation is kind is of
0: so funny that you have this analysis here.
1: Vacation is like part of that group, kind of. Uh, <laughs> 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 Vacation is part of that group, kind of. Uh, other people might not, not agree with me that it's part of that same group of movies. In my head, sure. it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's the Chevy of, Chase of it all or the National say. Lampoon branding, sure. Um, but it's Harold Ramis directing. It's my favorite performance that Chevy Chase has ever given. I like Christmas Vacation a lot. But
0: yeah.
1: uh, if forced to choose, I would always go with the original. Beverly D'Angelo is such a is babe. so great. Oh, my
0: gosh. And she's so great. She's so great. Yeah, I should lead <laughs> also with such a her <laughs> performance is uh, wonderful. She's a really talented performer and actor and also, like, such a babe.
1: Huh? I made a joke. You made a joke? Months ago on Twitter about, like... It makes me crazy every time I watch one of these vacation movies and Clark Griswold right. is constantly flirting with other women as though he doesn't realize he's married to Beverly D'Angelo. Right. And all these people had to like teach me why that was like, <laughs> well, that's why he's this character. And the joke of the movie is that he's Bob. And I'm like, no, yes, I, I no, I know. I know. I just wanted to point out that Beverly D'Angelo is really great. And in this movie, at least it's Christie Brinkley. Yeah. Uh, another babe! Oh another my gosh, babe.
0: she was one of the first models that, as a kid, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that person is gorgeous." Well, you and grew just... up to
1: be her. No, I didn't. Yes, you did.
0: No, I didn't. But she's just. But she was oh. never
1: like one of my childhood crushes. Although I definitely remember kids when I was a kid being like, "Oh, if Christie Brinkley was my mom, it's right. like, would you make out with her?" Why <laughs>
0: want well, he wanted to be your mom, <laughs> right. right? No, I could see how she wouldn't be a childhood crush, but like to me, she just—I don't know—she represented something that was so like. Um, she just seemed genuinely sweet and, and she was so pretty. Yeah. 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 It just seemed easy. Like she just showed up and smiled and was like, oh my God, look at that model. Cause you know, there were a lot of models too. And also that trend in the eighties where we went towards like the very super serious, like, um, lots of eyeshadow, lots of lipstick and just like almost like an angry look. There was also that. Part of modeling—you'll have to
1: educate me on this.
0: Do you want me to show you some pictures later? I don't know
1: the '80s okay. trends. I know of all
0: the trends.
1: The modeling—I
0: <laughs> no, know. Uh, well, I did read a lot of magazines <laughs> in the
1: '80s. It's true. No, you read Dick quarterly
0: <laughs> and everything that my mom got. I would read like front to back. Just like kids today, grabbing their parents' mail, reading every single piece of it, even if it was their parents' magazines.
1: (laughs) See, the joke is there are no more magazines.
0: That's part of it, but yeah. Um, Yeah, Uh, so that's your number nine. um, National Emperors Vacation. mm -hmm. Yeah, what's your nine?
1: What is my nine? It's a good question. Oh, uh, it's also a comedy. Mm. It is Carl Reiner's The Man with Two Brains,
0: Ooh.
1: which we did rewatch we did, leading but up to this.
0: I feel bad. I was kind of like grading papers and okay. not fully, yeah, but super fun.
1: It's uh, Steve Martin and Carl Reiner made like three, four movies together in like the late 70s, early 80s. They made The Jerk. They made this. They made Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. And they made All of Me. I think All of Me is a Carl Reiner joint. Okay. This is my favorite of all of them. I love how like silly it is. I love how fast the jokes come. I think Kathleen Turner is so funny in this movie. Uh, it has one of the all-time great cameos at the end of the movie that I will not spoil Originally, this was – and I, I said this on the Patreon show, so I apologize to those of you who did hear that show and are hearing me say it again. But originally, I wanted this movie in the F This Movie Fest lineup, and it was not available to stream or rent anywhere digitally. <clears throat> just kidding. It was on HBO Max, but nothing else, and I didn't want to punish people who didn't have HBO Max.
0: Right. Always part of Patrick's decision-making with the films, which is tough because sometimes stuff's just not available. But Easily since available.
1: since then, it has become available to rent digitally. Really? Basically everywhere. <laughs> so – Watch The Man With Two Brains if you've never seen it. It's my number nine.
0: It could be the secret seventh movie. There will
1: be no secret seventh (laughs) movie. I can tell you what I'll be doing. (laughs) This is an especially long fest. There will be no secret seventh movie. Uh, Anybody who wants to continue and have a secret seventh movie, you have our blessing. (laughs) Hashtag secret seventh movie. (laughs)
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, hashtag secret movie. Oh my gosh. Uh,
1: anyway, Man with Two Brains My never Speaking
0: number of hashtags, you know that there are people out there who have blocked hashtag F this Movie Fest. Lots
1: of people. I know,
0: and it's so sad because a couple of the people that like, I mean, they don't know who I am, but like, well, they probably see me in their feed the same way I see them. I don't know over the years. It's like no one I really know, right? But they're just like in the film, like loving circle. Right. Or I don't right. know, whatever. Um, and yeah, they'll share like their blocked list and it's like, Oh, you have F this movie fest on there. I didn't know we were that annoying. Like, I just never feel if something's like a once a year thing, I never feel that I need to block it. And then especially if I love movies, like I'm not going to block a movie thing. Well, I think uh, the thing about, you know, life
1: (laughs) movie fans on Twitter is it's not that big of a circle. No, I know. And a lot of. If this movie fest participants and/or if this movie fans are part of that Twitter circle, so the day of, you have other to figure. Circles. There are other circles, and then but they I'm sometimes saying, then diagram
0: each other, but not always.
1: But if you're in the circle the day of the fest, half of your feed is hashtagging if this movie fest, right? So I understand muting it.
0: Yeah, but blocking is different. Well, whatever. Yeah. Or no, wait, is you it can't the same? Block it. I think it's just muting. it's muting. Yeah. Okay, sorry, yeah. my bad. They probably blocked me, and <laughs> she posts to me. Dumb pictures of, I don't know, once a year yeah, I post right. like a picture. <laughs> I barely <laughs> I post think, any pictures. I don't think anybody's I can't you, tell but... you how many days I'm like, oh, I'm going to post it. Uh, psh, life <laughs> happened and I'm like, okay, no one cares. Um, but yeah, no, it bums me out that they mute it just because I'm thinking it's one day and if you like it's, movies, I don't why not? curate like,
1: my feed that carefully. I like, don't either. Unless, it's more work for me to mute a hashtag than it is for me to just ignore it right, like or not past, go on Twitter or yeah, scroll past right, it. Right, right. I know. But, I but think everybody we, approaches it differently. Yes, which
0: is totally fine. I guess I think the only time I've ever blocked or muted – I don't even think I've muted anything actually. But I think I've blocked just – if it was like some stranger that was like saying oh, horrible, sure, sure, awful, sure, sure. terrible things. I'm like I don't even want yes. this person to potentially ever – I don't want to – yeah, whatever.
1: And but, I've muted hashtags or words for like spoiler purposes before.
0: Was it my name? Yeah, I didn't want
1: you to be spoiled for me by showing up in my Twitter feed too much.
0: (laughs) Here I am in front of you. (laughs) Um, No, but you've okay. You muted why? Just because I don't remember what spoilers. Okay,
1: I I probably have five words muted, and three of them are probably for spoilers. Okay. Anyway. Okay. You're number eight. Number eight is king of comedy. Okay, that is a little higher on my list. Okay, we'll should get we there. we wait to talk about yeah. it? Okay, you, you want
0: my seven? Or
1: no, your eight. What's your eight? I'll do my eight. My, yes. It's probably higher on your list. It's <gasps> risky business. Oh
0: yeah, baby, it's higher.
1: Okay. <laughs> no Tom Cruise penis in that movie.
0: It's a disappointment. It like, is. There should be a little bit, like every stage and age for him, right? Why not? Listen, women are booming out in every single movie. Almost,
1: almost. Just kidding.
0: No, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. But like there's so many boobs over the years, which is great, but there's no reason why there shouldn't be a little penis. (laughs) What? Or a big penis. (laughs) 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 Whatever, you know, well, all shapes and sizes, everything, welcome to the screen, you know? Right, right. Yes.
1: Uh, Tom Cruise, four movies Mm -hmm. in 1983.
0: Okay, Risky Business, All the Right Moves. Outsiders. Outsiders, and?
1: Losing It, mm-hmm. which I've never seen.
0: Well, you know what? With a title like that, there might be some penis, but there's not. I don't think they go to Tijuana. I would have known like, and paused to... it. I'm just kidding. How would I have known?
1: They go to Tijuana maybe to buy Spanish fly, like to get laid. Okay. And possibly run into a prostitute played by Shelley Long.
0: Okay. Who's she... not
1: who I immediately think of when I think prostitute, but that's eh. like the second time she's played one. She <laughs> plays know, one in right. Night Shift yeah. also. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to see it. I never mm-hmm, have. Mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm. without having seen it. I don't buy Tom Cruise in like an 80s sex comedy.
0: I think we should watch it tonight.
1: Uh, we don't own it. Oh, sorry.
0: Sometimes you tell me that we don't own a movie and I'm very disappointed. I'm sorry. Because I don't know if you've looked behind me, but I we have. own a lot of movies. Yeah. How do we not own a Tom Cruise movie? Like every single one of them. Do you know what I mean? Because like some that of should... them are
1: lions for lambs. I
0: do not oh God, you got me okay how do we not That's own the movie like where they the... go to the
1: white house to buy spanish fly
0: <laughs> actually did i see did we see that movie in the theater okay might be the only time cruise movie i've forgotten that i've seen
1: Uh, No, there was one the other day that Richard Roper was tweeting about that. I was like, you can't put this on your list. No one remembers this movie. American.
0: I was happy. American made. Made. Yeah. No, I remember that one, though. I'm saying I I don't remember lines for lambs very much at all. I remember American made. Yeah, I don't. I do. Okay, Our first fight. (laughs) um, Okay, so Tom Cruise's penis. What was next?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're on uh, because Risky Business was my eight. So we're at your seven.
0: My seven star 80. Higher on my list. Okay. What's your seven?
1: My seven is Psycho 2.
0: (gasps) I wanted to rewatch Psycho 2 and thought maybe it would be on my list.
1: I don't know if it would be, and I apologize that we didn't get a chance to rewatch it. I love Psycho 2. There are days where if you put both of them in front of me, I would rather watch Psycho 2, which isn't to say that Psycho 2 is a better movie.
0: Than than Psycho? Psycho? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think... I don't know. I think it's it's just like I like the 80s vibe more than the 60s vibe of Psycho.
0: I like your vibe. Thank
1: you, Kim. Um, <laughs> but it's not better because Psycho 2 doesn't work at all without Psycho. It is foundationally building on what is established mm-hmm. in Psycho. Okay. So you can't take Psycho out and then just be like, I like Psycho 2. Um, but it's like it's like one of the worst ideas ever in Hollywood history. It's like in the player at the beginning of the player, when Buck Henry is pitching the graduate part two, and (laughs) the joke is like, this is such a bad idea. Like that anyone would make a psycho two When you just hear about it sounds so stupid. And then you see it and you're like, how did they make it this good? Um, Anthony Perkins, I think is so good in it. It makes a couple choices that I don't love. And you as a, Liver die psycho fan
0: <laughs>
1: probably wouldn't love okay. a couple of the choices
0: okay that remember. the
1: screenplay makes but uh it's a really really good movie
0: all right yeah. yeah i had a feeling it would be on your list yeah that's right okay so where are we my number six mm-hmm. okay this was i have to say this placement is completely ridiculous um when I was in high school and trying to catch up on a lot of films that were like, quote fingers, important movies my parents were quote watching, fingers, fingers okay. <laughs> like adults in the 80s saw these movies and oh, they no. were important and they oh, were in the no. Oscars.
1: You're not going to say what I think you're going to say, are you? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's totally fine.
0: And so when I was catching up as a high schooler, I watched this movie, I got emotional and I my memory of it is that... I should have it on this list. I have not rewatched oh, okay. Terms of Endearment. What no, did you think a... that I... Yeah, no, Terms of Endearment. What do you think I was going to say? The Big Chill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was definitely, in you know, movies the parents are watching in the 80s. Yeah, the up sure. suggested oh, The gosh. Big Chill. No, but... Terms of Endearment. Yes,
1: yeah, so Terms of Endearment would go on to win all of the major Oscars except for Best Actor. Wow. Um. But we didn't rewatch it because no. I didn't want to be bummed out.
0: And at, when you said that, you said, I don't want to be bummed out. And I was like, well, we should still rewatch it. And then I thought about it. And then I was like, actually, no, I I can't. I don't feel like I can do that right now. So we did not rewatch. It is very sad. Yeah. But the performances are great. And um, yeah, what was the song?
1: Is there a song? I don't think. I think you're confusing it with with officer and a gentleman but i could oh, be wrong <laughs> okay i
0: thought there was no there is this it's like the score right? oh Isn't oh the, yeah
1: there yes yeah i, I feel right.
0: like the score yeah, to right. terms of endearment right. is very love theme from terms of endearment. the theme from terms of endearment there you go do you yes. want to play a little bit of it or yes no? i do okay. i sure do um i don't know though if it's gonna do one of these like let's play an ad <laughs> on your free will. youtube grammarly <laughs> oh my god wait oh <gasps> what is it no it's like a tutoring site or something why do I Um, here we go here we go do I have to put it closer to the mic there it is yeah I
1: totally know it
0: look at this little oh I'm on a site called HD film tributes terms of endearment main theme by Michael Gore
1: now we have to pause it okay we can't play it for too long or we'll Get hit no, for I should oh, music rights or something. Okay, okay. Right, right. <laughs>
0: um yeah, so that song, I was just I don't know. I think my mom probably played it or something or I don't know, it was just that popular, but so I wanted that to be on the list because I think it was definitely, you know, younger Erica. It definitely would have been high in the list. But especially like me in high school trying to catch up on all the important films. Sure, yeah. And like truly just being so excited and happy to be able to do that, right? Especially when I started working at Blockbuster in high school. And then it was like, oh my God, I can take anything home almost, right? <laughs> so, so much catching up. But... All the
1: right moves. <laughs> I, That's right. I, in theory, I wanted to rewatch it because I like James L. Brooks. I wanted to see Jack Nicholson's supporting performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's obviously a super important movie from 1983, but I don't know. I don't. I don't even feel like we've rewatched it since having kids.
0: Yeah, I doubt it. I so it's know. been it's...
1: at least 15 years. <laughs> <Been> <laughs> I
0: stopped why? myself. Um, yeah. yeah, I but... feel
1: like that scene in the hospital would be so much sad. I can't now watch any. Kids. Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't right. even.
0: So... I can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's my number six. Felt right. like it was, you know, it might have been higher. Have you rewatched or maybe not? I don't know. Yeah. I had to yeah, have yeah. it on there.
1: My six, I think, was your seven or eight. and That's the king of comedy.
0: Okay. So we just watched this. It was a rewatch for you. It was yeah. a rewatch for me, too, I think. But I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I don't really remember. Or I'd only seen parts of it. That's okay. what it was. Right. Because I remembered like part of the like the second half of the movie after the plan gets rolling right, right, spoilers right. for King of Comedy. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's really like interesting sort of tone. And, um, you, I think tweeted that Jerry Lewis was your favorite performance.
1: Yeah. yeah. It used to be Sandra Bernhard, but then I was watching yeah. it this time and I was like, Oh man, Jerry Lewis is so good in this yes. movie. Yeah, I agree. um, it doesn't have a lot of like the Scorsese Scorsese ness. Mm-hmm. I guess that comes what like the next year and after hours when he starts going crazy with the camera. But he's doing crazy camera shit in Raging Bull.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just he's, I don't know he doesn't he do him. any
1: crazy camera shit.
0: He's got many different styles. In today.
1: King of <laughs> comedy, and in some ways, I feel like it hasn't dated super well hmm. because that kind of like cringe humor has become Mm. the standard thanks to like shows like the office okay so it doesn't feel as sort of revelatory as it probably did in 1983 in other ways i feel like it's dated so well right because so much of what it's saying about fandom and celebrity is true now more than ever in terms of like we have unlimited access to the people that we like and it makes us feel close to them, and in it makes ways... us feel like
0: we expect something.
1: Yeah, that, like sorry, we, we, that's is that what
0: you were gonna say? Kind Get of, yeah.
1: And 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 we expect something in return,
0: right? Yeah, it's it's it is it, it unsettling at times, and even thinking about like I follow some pages that will like um, share, and I'm I I don't believe like almost anything on the internet, <laughs> but I follow some pages that share. Like kind of unhinged conspiracy responses. Yeah. theories. No, just like when someone responds to someone else in a really wild, crazy way that you're like, "Wait, I just said that I couldn't talk well, to Reddit. and I the asshole? Right? <laughs> That's like kind of what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I mean, I don't subscribe to that, but um. other Reddits, though. Yes. Oh yeah, okay. all over the Reddits. You're guys they, call on me, Reddit, they call me. They call me Reddit much, Bromley. <laughs> I have my Reddit threads. <laughs> I run them. She loves Reddit. (laughs) No, but I mean, Reddit, I think, has, like, a lot of really interesting... Anyway, okay, so my point is (laughs) that times in the movie, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like... Or even, how about friends of mine who, like, try online dating, and I'll have a friend say, oh, yeah, like, who just told me a story recently? Um, Don't out them. I'm not going to out them. (laughs) But, like, she had to turn him down in, like, some nice and normal way, and he turned from, like... Super nice to so unhinged and like angry at her. And again, it's not a new story. People see it on the internet, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes, like I said, I don't believe things. This is like a person I know telling me this story, and I don't think she was making it up. And um, and, and friends have shown screenshots and things. Anyway, you guys know. And so, watching King of Comedy, I was like, oh, this is making me so nervous. Yeah. And it's many years later, but I'm still feeling that same. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But then he made um, what's the other fan fanatic movie?
1: Scorsese
0: or no, De, Niro. De Niro the fan yeah, yeah the fan <laughs>
1: not as good a movie as the King of Comedy <laughs> and uh, Joker from a couple of years ago I mean this is not yeah. a new observation right. but as we rewatched King of Comedy I was like Todd Phillips really owes Martin Scorsese royalties for right. Joker yeah between Taxi Driver and King of Comedy which is all Joker is mm-hmm. is those two movies in a blender Okay. Uh, But shittier. Hmm. It's like, how can I make those movies shittier? Some
0: people love them and that's okay.
1: It's totally fine. It's great. (laughs) More power to you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Me? To to me. To anyone.
1: Once again, today in class, I asked my students, uh, you know, did you guys see any movies over the weekend? Mm -hmm. The answers were superhero movies and animated films.
0: Okay. Um, I don't know what to do. One of my students watched Knock at the Cabin. Nice. She said she was crying hysterically at the end. OMG. She was very emotional. Very emotional.
1: She didn't expect there to yeah. be a knock at the cabin. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> uh, you're five. We're in our top five now.
0: Wait, no, we're not. We are? I just did my six. It was (gasps) Yes, you are so right. Okay, my number five. Okay, my top five is all over the place. Okay. Yes,
1: I love it. Some of these movies didn't come out in 83. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Some of these are not even movies. My home video. No, this is my
0: home family home video. Number four, Um, different strokes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my number five is this film could have been number one. Not because it was the best film of 1983 but okay. because young Erica loved it so much
1: oh I know what this is
0: and sang to it and danced to it and felt thrilled by it and um, felt all the feels <laughs> um, and I choreographed to it as well. <laughs> You got to get close to the mic if and you're going to sing it. Oh no! Um, yeah, no. So my fantasy was like I would do like the slow opening, and then when the claps come in and the real Bruce Springsteen sound comes in, then I go. Does to it the sound back. like Bruce Springsteen? Um, just a little. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I would like turn around and change my dance shoes from like a ballet or a lyrical <laughs> or a jazz, and I would turn them to tap like shoes. Dance with and a then I would tap change. out. And right now the listeners don't know what I'm talking about, but it's Eddie and the Cruisers. <laughs> I was obsessed with Eddie and the Cruisers as a kid. I um, one time my family was out to dinner at the local pizza hut. I mean, we were like eating in the pizza hut, which I don't think I've ever done since. And, <laughs> um, with the red glasses, remember oh, those very specific pizza Believe I me, I know. And I will never forget the waitress coming over and talking to us and something reminded me that WGN was going to be showing Eddie and the Cruisers that evening. Like, do they have like afternoon, I know they had afternoon movies, evening, like, just movies yeah. Saturday. Yeah, they used to show. Oh my gosh! And yeah. so I was very aware of this because again, I read my parents' TV guide from front to back as a child as well. And so we were at the Pizza Hut and I got so like nervous. And I think I said something to the waitress about like we have to get home to watch Eddie and the Cruisers on Channel 9 or something like I don't know. I was like, oh my gosh. What? What other kid? By the way, I thought I was normal. I just thought all of us. I thought all kids like that. We liked the same things and did the same things. And I just – even my friends that I hung out with like regularly or went to like school with whatever. Like I just thought we were all the same. but. Now, I mean, there might be people listening going, oh, I can connect. I read TV Guide. I liked, you know, you. I'm looking right at you. I married you. Hello. But like none of my friends at the time were like telling the waitress that they wanted to go home for Eddie and the Cruisers. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, we rewatched. I still love it. I crack up at so much of it. I don't. Can I have spoilers for Eddie and the Cruisers? There's just a scene at the end that's a little bit like mysterious and there's some suspense and. It still worked on me. It's like I knew everything that was going to happen. I was like, oh, because as a kid, it gave me this feeling of ghosts on my back, which I don't know if I've ever shared in the podcast about ghosts on my back. Have <laughs> well, we I made
1: it thirteen years?
0: I don't. Maybe I have. I don't know. if you I have. don't even know how to truly articulate ghosts on my back. But do you know what it is after being married to me for like all this? Yeah, hundred percent. No, okay. So I can't I, describe it. Oh my god, I'm kind of getting it now. Just thinking about it, but <laughs> so I. But I loved that feeling. <laughs> I just want to say I love everyone. Thanks for not giving up on me and the ghosts on my back. Um, <laughs> so it's like a feeling of being scared, but it's a very specific type of feeling scared.
1: Which I don't want to spoil Eddie and the Cruisers. It's yeah. not the last shot in the department store window.
0: No, although I love that. I It's love the one like, the car pulls yes, up? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's like because you know what? It also taps in this feeling of like hope that like something that you thought maybe was like lost right? or gone forever that like wait it's back you know and but the way that it led up to that with like prank phone calls right this is the 80s so like prank phone calls also like exciting and scary and like i remember once a radio station in the 80s was doing some sort of like contest and you had to call in and I would call in and get the busy signal. And then someone like pranked our house and like, or no, I take that back. They weren't even prank calling. Someone just called and like hung up when I answered. Right. That was like a thing that happened. But because of the order of these events, I remember sitting against like my back against the refrigerator. I probably at a young age felt ghosts on my back. And I was like, who's calling the house? Someone just hung up on me. So like these, the, the phone ringing and like playing the song, I don't know, all this stuff in Eddie and the Cruisers just worked for me.
1: I don't want to get into it now because it requires explaining a dead technology. Okay. But someday on a Patreon, yeah. we'll have to tell the story of you calling the cops on TiVo. Oh. <laughs> TiVo doesn't exist anymore. It used a phone line as a whole thing. Okay. So, okay. But Erica called the cops on our TiVo. Um,
0: I almost recently called it on our Alexa. I know, I
1: know you did. Um, so here's the thing. I didn't Someone's put any in the of the house. cruisers on my list. Because I wanted it to just be on your list, because it has meant so much to you.
0: Okay, I'm sliding this back.
1: Your whole life, understandably. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a movie that you introduced me to because mm-hmm. I hadn't, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't see it till we were together. But it 100% belongs on my list because rewatching it, it was way better than I even remember. Like it, it's legitimately awesome. It's mm-hmm. not just nostalgia talking. Right. It's a legitimately. Really good movie with amazing music. Yeah, by is it John Cafferty?
0: I think and so. The Beaver but... Brown Band. Oh my God, Beaver Brown,
1: <laughs> which was also my nickname in high school.
0: Um, but the great music. Can you comment on that?
1: It sounds like Springsteen. It doesn't sound like anything from the nineteen sixties,
0: right? So I said that to Patrick. Like it's, <laughs> it's, you know, I think as a kid I might have even entertained like, is this Springsteen, right? right? right. But you pointed out. That it takes place in well the early nineteen sixties. It's going it? back and forth. There's flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But all um, the Eddie stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. To the early sixties, and the music doesn't sound like,
1: it sounds like nothing anything from the 1960s. from the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Right.
0: John Cafferty in the Beaver Brown band. Yeah,
1: bro. Um, have you ever seen Eddie and the Cruisers 2, Eddie Lives? Yes. It is dog shit. It in is my, so not good.
0: Okay, in my memory it's like a Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, or like a Sleepaway <laughs> yeah. Camp Two, where like they use a lot of the Sleepaway Camp Two. does No, not, that but doesn't. Silent okay, Night, Silent, Silent Night, Night 2. like where it use a lot of the footage. I can't remember if can't. it does that. I might be I wrong. I just remember
1: it not being good at okay.
0: all. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, there goes my microphone. On the dark side.
1: One of the best songs ever.
0: Seriously, yeah, one of yeah, the best yeah. songs ever. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. I. Oh my god. Should we play it? No. Okay. everybody google it if you don't know there might be people People who don't know it right
1: people are still humming the terms of endearment theme we don't want (laughs) to take that away (laughs) from anyone
0: but i mean dark side dark side's coming now nothing is real she'll never know just how i feel from out of the shadows, she walks like a dream make me feel crazy make me feel so mean i never understood why it made him feel mean how should i know okay did you feel mean when you were like falling
1: very mean all right we need to continue because we have a hard out (gasps) no uh, my number five is Scarface.
0: That's higher on my list.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. What is your four? My
0: number four is could have been number one, Mr. Mom. Okay. Again, nostalgia. Not on my list, but go for it. Not on your list. No. I. <laughs> and so people think that you love Mr. Mom more than me. I think. I love Mr. Mom. Yeah.
1: I, I grew up with it. I have it memorized.
0: Well, it's a competition. I love it more. <laughs> and I'm kidding. No. Okay. Yes. You, but you, I
1: think it feels like a TV movie.
0: I don't care that it feels okay. that way. I love it. I think it's so charming and funny. It and is. And the performances and are so great. Michael
1: Keaton and Terry Gr- yes. Gar are both awesome. I almost said Terry Gross. Uh, no. Terry Garr and Michael Keaton are both yes. amazing. So Martin good. Mull, very funny. Yes. I really like it. I'm Kids. excited to watch it. I think yeah. it's going to play really well at F this Movie Fest. Yay. I just think it feels like a TV movie and there's other movies I like more.
0: I am kind of regretting. Um, I have a... Michael Keaton t-shirt, which I'm not regretting that because I love Michael Keaton, <laughs> but I'm kind of regretting not getting like a Mr. Mom proper shirt. But we it's hard to find, find. I know. It was hard to find one. They, yeah.
1: There was like one on Amazon that we were very worried about the quality.
0: Yes. It was like it was, I think the it advertised, shirt cheapest, cheapest, most Keaton. uncomfortable t-shirt ever.
1: And uh, it works for Michael Keaton and Alex P.
0: Oh. Yeah. But it's it's technically like in the font from I know. a different movie in a different year, but shh, shh. Okay, so Mr. Mom, every so great, and I want to say too that I loved movies that were sort of exploring those like working women themes, right? Like all that stuff. Like so, yeah, works for me. Love it so much. Nostalgia. Watch, that's another one that if it was on TV, we definitely watched it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't, like, have it recorded off of VHS. We didn't either. We just saw it that many times yes. on TV yes. that I ha- had it memorized. That's true. Reminding me of another uh, joke that I made on Twitter that then I had to have explained to me by oh, lots no. of strangers.
0: It is weird when strangers talk to anyone.
1: <laughs> Reminds you of this Rick Springfield song. <laughs>
0: don't talk to there strangers. It is. Baby, or is that
1: John talk. Cafferty and the Beaver Brown
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, Springfield. Okay. I so, made a joke about yeah. like,
1: Mr. Mom asked the question, what if a man had to parent? And then I had all these people okay. like, must be nice applying traditional or modern oh. social norms to a movie from 1983. I'm like, yeah, no, I, mean, I know. We're it kidding. Was, so here's the thing. I
0: think your tweets, like I know you, so I yeah. get it. I think a lot of people read your tweets wrong. I That's have come fine. to, especially over the past year, I feel, this is the conclusion I have come to, babe, that people are just not getting your tweets. <laughs>
1: then I should stop. What are we going to do about it? It is really not (laughs) worth it. (laughs)
0: Um, all right. So that was my number four.
1: My number four is Jim McBride's remake of Jean-Luc Godard's breathless.
0: Oh, I starring Richard
1: Gere and Valerie Kapriski. Yeah. Uh,
0: I love how much you loved it. We rewatched it. Yeah.
1: I like it more than the original, which I know is blasphemy, but I don't necessarily love the original breathless. Hmm. Um, but I really love the remake. I love all the sort of moviness of it. Sure, uh, it's probably like a little longer than it needs to be because it slows down a lot in the middle with just scenes of Richard Gere and Valerie Kaprisky, and her performance is uneven. <laughs> uh, but Richard Gere is Richard really Gere is great. great. Yeah, he's shows, like giving 100%. definitely show some Tom Cruise dick in the movie.
0: Okay, yes, uh,
1: and I love it. I love a lot of early Jim McBride stuff. Okay. Anyway,
0: yeah. I forgot that that was...
1: Top three, baby.
0: All right. Number three. Okay. This is just weird. Okay. For me, it's weird because it's Scarface. And the reason is have it's no weird, idea what your number one is going to be. Oh, you definitely don't know what it is. I'm It's excited. Again, this is like a heavy a nostalgia list, but okay. Scarface is one that's not necessarily nostalgia, but it is like one of the first... Well, of, you had the
1: poster up in your college
0: dorm of room. That. Well, who didn't? No, I, I see. Again, that's a joke. See, I didn't, but like people are hearing that and they're like, "Oh, Erica had the poster up. Cool." Like me too, and that's she great. She also but, loves like, Boondock Saints. What posters did I have up in my college dorm room? I can't remember. I never right saw my college dorm room, so
1: I don't know. You didn't? No,
0: you saw my like college apartment. Yeah. Like the, okay,
1: I don't remember any posters being up.
0: Uh, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> um. So Scarface is one of the f- when I like I said when I was old enough and especially working at Blockbuster, I was catching up. Right. And so Scarface is in this collection of films that were like, this is important, this is good. Um, you know, fan people love it, the critics loved it. And so I think I have attached that sort of importance to it. But I went through a phase where, because it was on everybody's dorm room yeah, yeah, yeah. walls, then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like annoyed, which is not fair and not cool at all, and I would never, you know, do that now. Right. But it just became so much... Uh, just you couldn't tell, like, well, who really loves this? Because every single, if every single guy on the tenth floor of Schroeder Hall has this <laughs> poster, I don't know, really. Like, is it just a thing? Like, is fashion statement, right? Like a trend. So that like turned me off from it for years. And then we were watching it recently, and I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I was like, you know what? It is good, and that's why it's there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said it all. Thanks, uh, it was my number five. I wish there was like a little bit. <clears throat> excuse me. A little more Brian De Palma in it. Like there is in terms of the amount of excess on display because he's like a filmmaker who doesn't do things in like a small way. Excess what? Baggage. On on display. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he's not doing like crazy camera shit. Like just like I was – how I was saying with Scorsese and King of Comedy. Like he's not doing his like thriller De Palma. He's doing a very different kind of De Palma. And, but it's still really, it's like so entertaining for three hours mm-hmm. in large part because of Al Pacino's performance, sure. which wouldn't exist today. You wouldn't cast an Italian American as a Cuban drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is great. The supporting cast is really fun. Yeah. Obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer is doing this sort of vampish thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio also would not be cast as Tony Montana's Cuban sister. So it's a movie that just wouldn't exist today, (laughs) which is part of its charm, I guess. Uh, But we were watching it in 4K because now we're...
0: It looked good. We have
1: the 4K. And yeah, it looked really, really good. Right. It's a really fun movie written by uh, Oliver Stone.
0: Interesting that you mention a few filmmakers who maybe you feel weren't doing like their traditional style that year so what does that say about 1983 like what was 1983 in the year of the movies I don't know they were distracted by buying Cabbage Patch Kids for their kids (laughs) at
1: home raiding the ceilings (laughs) of Toys R Us all
0: right so uh, my number two
1: yes right
0: yeah what was your number three
1: Oh, I didn't do my three. Oh, okay. Because that was my five. Uh, right. My number three is Trading Places.
0: <gasps> I forgot about Trading Places. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, this is okay. It's one of my
1: favorite comedies of the 80s. Yeah. Um, John Landis, obviously a very problematic figure, but, and this is another movie that I would have programmed for F This Movie Fest, if not for the John Landis of it all, if not for the... Uh, blackface of it all at yeah, the end of the movie, some, where Dan Aykroyd stuff is. That, like, yeah, again, did not would, age well. Would not exist today, right. um, and shouldn't
0: exist today, <laughs> of course.
1: But I love John Landis's approach to comedy, which is like, what if I just updated a nineteen, a late nineteen thirties or early nineteen forties, like Ernst Lubitsch comedy, or. Uh, Or Preston Sturges comedy for the 80s and included like some 80s elements and a lot of the 80s elements are the things that haven't aged well, which is why something like Oscar, which he does a couple years later with Sylvester Stallone has actually aged a lot better because it's a very PG old fashioned movie, whereas Trading Places wants to be edgy in spots. Uh, and it's the edgy shit that has not dated well, but I love the performances. Oh my gosh! Of Eddie Murphy and Dan yes. Aykroyd so and Ralph Bellamy funny. and Donna Michi and so Jamie Lee Curtis. Gosh! Everybody in it is just great. Yeah. Um, I I just love this movie.
0: Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Now you are number two. Now my number two, my number two is Risky Business. Oh, there it yeah, is, yeah, baby. So I think it went up the list on our recent watch, okay. even though, like, I was like, why? why did they do this? Why? Who would do that? Who would, how is this? What life is it? Who are these people? Like I had all these questions that I didn't as a kid. It is not like, fun to watch movies. With <laughs> no, was just, I, was, <laughs> I was like being way too like adult in 2023 watching it, but that didn't take away from my overall, like by the end I was like, oh yeah, this is such a, just a, like, I like the vibe of it. Like, do you know what I mean? With the music. I like your vibe. <laughs> Again. <laughs> um, The music, music's great. Yes, Tangerine Tangerine Dream, baby, and some of the—I don't know—some of the plot points that I think maybe are ridiculous, like the furniture disappearing, for example. (laughs) I. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Like in the end, it's just like I don't know. And again, speaks to me. I am fascinated by like this transition. Like when you think about the '80s and like wealth and the idea of. I don't know, just like how – like what people did for work to make that kind of money and maybe this is just the way my brain thinks but like um, I like movies that kind of dabble in that, you know, like Mm -hmm. dabble in these worlds of wealth but then like – because I mean the whole thing they're like he's so concerned about this interview for college and he's got to make it and there's so much pressure and I mean sure, there's always pressure and kids wanting to get jobs and you know whatever. But there's something different about it in the 80s, you know, it's that greed is good. Well sort of like hangs least, over everything
1: at least uh, risky business is critical of capitalism in a way in terms of it conflating it with prostitution and mm-hmm. uh, something like trading places you think is going to be critical of capitalism, where it's like <laughs> taking down the rich guys, but really it's just making other people rich and putting them on a beach and giving them this amazing life hmm. And so it's still supporting the idea of like, oh, I need to get rich so I can live on a beach and have somebody bring my drinks to me. You right, know? right. Whereas risky business is, I think, a lot more critical of capitalism, which I know you respond to. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's great. It's it's it comes from this period where like there's so many. Sex comedies being made and movies about young men trying to lose their virginity. But Risky Business is maybe the only – the sure thing sort of, but the sure thing does something different. Risky Business is maybe the only sex comedy that's made by and for
0: grownups. Right. Okay. I don't know. We talked a little bit on the Patreon show, I think, about him coming out in his – White socks and white T-shirt yes. and singing, and how that there's an iconic movie moment that shows up right. over and over again. Right. But then when you rewatch the movie after years of not seeing it, you're just like, so what? <laughs> I mean, it it's, fades to yeah. Breath. It's just like he does it. He's like, I'm a home alone. I can do this. And then it fades. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a criticism. I'm just like, wait, why? How did that become like such a huge moment? Right. Yeah. yeah,
1: because you've seen it in all these clip montages of him sliding out, and you assume it builds to something greater, but mm-hmm. then you watch it in the context of the movie, and it doesn't build to something greater. Right. It just fades to black. Although it and does goes feel to the next great,
0: scene. I guess, as a kid to be home alone, but I, I don't guess. know. Anyway, unless you get left home alone. Oh, meh, no. Meh. no, you I like still when... have fun.
1: Joe Pantoliano slips on the micro machines. Uh, My number two is also a movie about being left home alone. Oh. And that is David Cronenberg's Videodrome. Which
0: I have never seen.
1: It's not about being left home alone. Even a little bit. (laughs) It's about having a stomach vagina because you watched pirated black market videotapes. (laughs) What? Yeah. Okay. I'm not making a joke. Okay. Uh, He pulls a gun out of his stomach vagina because he watches.
0: This movie has everything.
1: (laughs) um it's amazing i think it's one of the best horror movies of the 80s it's my favorite david cronenberg even though i would i would agree that the fly is probably the best david cronenberg if we can make a distinction between what is the best and what is my favorite mm-hmm. um james woods obviously so good at playing this kind of like ball. uh it's insanely ahead of its time in terms of talking about media and our response to media. Okay.
0: I want to see it like tonight. It's so good. You know I love that too.
1: I do. Uh, It's so good. All right. Um, I almost want to wait because I think they just remastered it in 4K DCP, which means it will be showing at a Smash Cut screening. So I wonder if you should wait for a Smash Cut. All
0: right. Yeah, I'll wait. I don't know. Maybe I don't know how long it
1: could be months, you know. So if you don't want to wait, I totally understand, and I'm down to watch it. But, but it's super good, and it's my number two.
0: Okay, that's your number two. Yeah. And risky business is my number two. So we're at number one. Number one. Our favorite movies of
1: 1983, having not rewatched the right stuff.
0: (laughs) My right, having not. I've never seen it.
1: I I literally this whole time was like, it
0: might be my number one,
1: but I would have to rewatch it.
0: Yeah, and now we didn't. We didn't. But you didn't even sneak it into your 11 to 15 spot.
1: No, because I just don't remember Because you don't cheat well the enough.
0: system and make an 11 to 15 spot, which also is a made-up thing that I also made up. Also okay. um, that. So my number one is going to shock you because you're just going to think like, why did you put that at your number one? And it's the same reason that a lot of my number anythings are on here, right? Because it's a time with so much nostalgia and happy childhood memories. And my number one is Return of the Jedi.
1: Okay, I maybe could have guessed it, but I was far off from guessing it.
0: I just, you know, again, it's so hard to talk about Star Wars. You remember this is the one
1: with the Ewoks.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it is
1: the one with the Ewoks.
0: It is? <laughs> yes. Shit, did I do it again? <laughs> what is wrong with me? Holy Are you shit. serious? I, You guys, so you didn't listen to the Patreon show. What the f- Oh my god. Oh my God. It's not my number one. My number one is the right stuff. I secretly <laughs> watched it. And oh my God. So does that mean risky business is my real number one? You guys, on the Patreon I talked about how I was confusing. It's all been the, worth it. The just Empire
1: to build <laughs> <to> this moment.
0: <laughs> Maybe I did it on purpose. Uh, so we'd have listen, like a uh, good inside I appreciate joke. Appreciate it. This because... like created So on the Patreon show I was talking about how much I love the second Star Wars. And by second, I mean like
1: – Empire Strikes Back. Well, yeah. No, the but I second saying, like, one released. The,
0: right. When we were kids, the right. first one was A New Hope. So technically four and blah, blah. Okay. Luckily for <clears>
1: most <throat> people listening, they're like of our generation. And when you say the second Star Wars, they know exactly what you yes. mean. Nobody thinks you mean uh, –
0: I teach Attack high school students, so it's yeah, right. a different conversation. Sure. Yeah, so that's probably why. Yeah, but so I did. I made this mistake on the Patreon, and I did it again. Oh my god! Well, okay. Return of the Jedi is fun and cute and great. Yes. It's definitely not my like. There's nothing not, wrong with
1: Return of the Jedi. No, being nothing at all. One.
0: But it would not. It, no, it would not be my. <laughs> 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 okay, what year did Empire come out?
1: Uh, eighty or eighty-one.
0: I was going to say eighty-one, but I could be yeah. wrong. All right, are we? i feel
1: like it was 80 because okay. it was probably every three years because star wars is 77 right okay uh and jedi's 83 so my guess is empire strikes back is 80
0: okay speaking of 80 is your number one star 80 yeah yeah <laughs> because i knew it was my number seven but we didn't talk about yeah, it it was 1980 19 okay Um, all right. So I guess my real number one is risky business. That means, that means, okay. So then here's what I would do though. I would, the actual return of the Jedi would have been in my nostalgia block from 11 to 15. What's getting
1: bumped up into the 10 proper?
0: No. What do you mean? Oh, something's got to come up. I have to bump something up. You got to move it up to the big leagues. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll do return of the Jedi.
1: Nope, you can't Why? bump it up.
0: <laughs> Why can't I bump it? Why well, yeah, I you bump can. It down and bump it up. <laughs> you bump it, it left, bump it right.
1: You bumped it from eleven fifteen and then back into the top ten.
0: Well, I put it in my nostalgia block, but then I forgot that I had to bump everything up. And then you're asking me what's coming from nostalgia so block Return into? So where is Return of the Jedi going? I'm going to put it in my number ten. Oh, okay. So it's not in nostalgia block technically. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Yes, I
1: was confused. Okay. It was a real fucking
0: roller coaster. I know we just went it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just? Oh my God. Why don't we just talk about Risky Business and my number one is the rest Star of it? Star 80, 80. That was my number seven. Okay.
1: <laughs> Which
0: is. Uh, Here, let me just say this. I had never yeah. seen Star 80 before. We yeah. recently watched it and I really thought it was heartbreaking and good. But since it was such a new watch for me, I was like, yeah, it's going to be in my list. But, it, you know, so number seven's pretty good though. But. Anyway, I that was the first time watch for me
1: yes, uh, it was probably only the second or third time because it's not a movie I can go back to very often, and it was funny when we were talking about. Uh, I don't want to rewatch Terms of Endearment. It's too much of a bummer. Oh, Star 80 is my number one. Yeah, right. Um, So Star (laughs) 80 is the story of Paul Schneider and Dorothy Stratton. There's actually a really good... I haven't listened to a lot of the Quentin Tarantino Video Archives podcast, but I did listen to most of an episode that they did about Star 80. Right. Their conversation is really interesting. They point out a lot of what they think is wrong with the movie, but they sort of very observantly point out that it's the rare sort of murder movie or like he's not a serial killer obviously but like most filmmakers would have told it from the point of view of dorothy stratton but okay. star 80 seems to be told more from the point of view of paul schneider played by eric roberts and reminding you of like when eric roberts was a great actor and not doing like a talking cat um <laughs> he's amazing in the movie uh bob Fosse directs the shit out of it it's just a, a really sad Really good movie.
0: It's really sad. And there's these moments that you just, I don't know. You just wish like, oh, could they just make a different decision here? Could she do something here? Could this happen here? And then yeah, right. you wish like red flags would be more dealt with whenever. But then I kept thinking like, okay, it's or a different. Or green
1: flags, which are not a thing.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: <laughs> we heard somebody recently use the term green flag. I wonder I what like, show
0: that was on that we don't watch, Patrick.
1: It was uh <laughs> Was, the goldbergs
0: it was not the goldbergs and we don't watch the goldbergs he's kidding you guys oh continue um Star 80. yeah red flags and i just wished i just wished it could have turned out differently of course any tragic story you wish that right but like there was something so sweet and innocent about her and the whole experience for her from her point of view at first especially and then um just to think that this person had so much of a hold over her and Felt so entitled to things. I don't yep. know. It just uh, that story's sad all the time. Right? Tale as old as time. Mm. I suppose. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really. It was. I was hooked from the start. And
1: yeah, it seemed like a movie that you would like. Yeah, it was. I, I knew mm-hmm. between like the period. Yep. And the like true crime aspect of it. It right. has a lot of elements yeah. that I think you respond to. Right. Anyway, that's our top. 10s for 83 we have to wrap up because <laughs> we have to go it's but okay um, well
0: yeah we're done though right what else so we're done so my number one ended up actually being risky business your number one ended up being star 80 yeah and let's do our top fives one more time ready yeah go ahead okay so terms of endearment eddie and the cruisers mr mom scarface risky business
1: scarface breathless trading places videodrome star eighty.
0: And we did not see The only see... crossover
1: is Scarface, which isn't a movie that I thought both of us oh. liked.
0: As much as we do. Right. I know. Okay. But that rewatch on 4K helped, I think. Yeah, for Um, sure. And I would say that, you know, again, I've never seen the right stuff. There's some others. I was looking at Ebert and um, Siskel and Ebert's list. And I'm like, oh, here's a bunch of things that I like forgot existed. So no time to watch those. But I'm wondering if anybody has one out there that will like, oh, Yentl was huge, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I believe so.
0: Papa, do you hear me?
1: Or (laughs) Papa, can you hear me? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, there's just some stuff that we never got to. But you know what? People can let us know if they have other favorites.
1: Thank you all very much for listening. Please make sure that you join us on Saturday, March 4th, beginning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for F This Movie Fest. It is our 12th
0: year. Yeah, I think that's what we figured out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Follow Uh, the hashtag.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be super fun. And hopefully we're going to do a podcast, a live podcast right after. So follow along. uh, Follow our F This Movie, at F This Movie Twitter account for details on where you can find that podcast we are
0: trying to figure out the yeah, live recording exactly. streaming thing
1: uh so hopefully we're gonna because sometimes people are like oh it's a bummer when it ends and we just get like shut off and so we're trying to figure out some way to extend the experience and have like an open comment section right. and a dialogue that we can keep going so yeah uh anyway thank you Biu.
0: thank you super fun yay 1983
1: woohoo yub nub <laughs>